drop something and just it just nags at you until you find it that what you ever drop something and it just nags you until you find it like it like anything like whenever i drop anything i just it just bothers me until i can find it you know know why i go through that because i know that if i do try to find it for some reason the the astrophysics mm. of the, I don't know how it happens but okay. you know I might drop a lighter right when I'm about to light a blunt I might drop the lighter on carpet mm. now you wouldn't think you know that something is gonna skeet that diddly d all across the room if it's carpet and it's a lighter right so you'll look and you won't see the lighter anywhere it just camouflages into the cop to the carpet No, but you'll turn everything upside down. You're like, where could it have gone? And then you'll find it in the radiator in your sister's room upstairs. Yeah, I don't know what happens. Maybe that's ghost or some shit. I don't know. But you know what? Why you got to get in the way of this blunt? Why can't you just let me light this? Yeah, just let me be happy, man. Can I lose my bills? Can you misplace the bills somewhere? That's never That never happens. Never, ever happening. That shit is always due. It's going to find you one way or another. But hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the Foot of Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, a.k.a. El Capitan, a.k.a. El Cap, a.k.a. Caps Lock, a.k.a. The Left, a.k.a. The Savior, a.k.a. Texas Frankie, a.k.a. SK, a.k.a. Where is my lighter? <laughs> How are you, beloved? That is a good question, by the way. <laughs> So if you really want to know, I'm currently in the process of finding the lighter. Lighter is lost and will be retrieved at a later date. How are you feeling though, bro? I'm feeling good. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear it. Um, um I'm, I'm I'm okay as well. Okay. Today started out a little somber, but I'm gonna get to that. Church announcements. Follow the show and everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend or tell a motherfucking friend and all of that good shit like that there. Now, it's hot outside, bro. It's a hot ass day. And if you know, like I know, warm weather brings not so good vibes. Really? Really. Okay. Um, it's a. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like they people be like, "Yo, it's gonna be a hot summer." Yes. They say that every summer. Right. But recent events have led me to believe that it will be a hot summer Mm. for all the wrong reasons. Okay. 
Um, just popping off. In the and listen, okay. Uh, first and foremost, R.I.P. to Rand Styles. R.I.P. to my man Ja, both from Monticello. Shout out to Dark Side. Shout out to Midtown. You brought them up on the last episode. How yeah. about that? Yeah, we definitely Crazy. did bring up Monticello and Midtown last episode. But if you're unfamiliar with Rand Styles, Rand Styles was a up and coming artist from Jersey City. He was from the Midtown area. Um, I was born and raised in the Midtown area. He, him, and you know his boy Ja, along with couple other people were gunned down late friday night over on crescent avenue and um yeah ran styles and jaw didn't make it one person was sent to the hospital with a wound and yeah man it's um yeah back to it's no good crazy shit yeah, like it's. I know what you mean. It bring the best and the worst because right. there's a lot of good stuff happening too. Right. It's, but it's, damn, if it's not a lot of wild shit going on. Right, well. and it's and that's what you know. What I've been thinking about with this, the psychology behind all of this. Hmm. Right. I've been. I don't. I don't want to say intrigued because that's not the right word. But I've been invested in the psychology behind why this keeps happening mm. and you know I, I would like to hear your take on it I, I just for me I just feel like it's a mix of you know lack of resources I feel like it is a you know street politics are always involved in things like this and there is a lack of accountability on the police department's behalf because these things keep happening repeatedly and nothing gets done like we're on this show very fucking often saying how much nothing gets done when something like this occurs and at this point i feel like i'm a broken record because mm-hmm. i just keep saying the same, same shit, shit over and over so now I'm trying to approach it from a different angle to see if they're like trying to understand the psychology behind all of this. Because to me, understanding the behavior of why this keeps happening might help maybe resolving some of the issues. Possibly, maybe. I could be completely off, but I'm going to take a swing. Do we know uh, particularly why your friend was gunned down? I have... I am not that familiar by why that happened. I mean, I do. My my, I'm trying to I'm trying to word this carefully. <laughs> I have certain street ties that keep me abreast of what's, what is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say too much on a microphone that people listen to, but there are certain things happening in the street to where. Um, beef very long withstanding beef is the catalyst behind why some of this stuff is happening and some of these beefs are things that can't or won't be resolved through any type of mediation where 
both parties would be willing to sit down and kind of figure out, okay, well, let's see what's going on. And unfortunately, that leads to people losing their lives, unfortunately. So I'm not sure for this particular situation if there is any measure of resolution. I think this is a situation that is it's a continuation of a vicious cycle that has been ongoing within the street politics of JC and it's kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for I can't think of the word but yeah so I'm I'm um, I'm I'm just trying to figure out like I guess a better question is can it can it be stopped I think that's a better question does something like this stop violence you know some as old as humanity you know there's tribes in Japan that have been warring for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years 500 years plus two tribes three four tribes going to war forever right the kids are no longer even like it's normalized to them they come into the game being told that these are the warring tribes and to watch out for them so in the streets when you don't have a hold of your child you know influence over your child the streets will take the influence and they'll run with the streets and the streets will tell them you know this is an operative or you know in jersey city there's also a lot of dumb reasons why people get wrapped up in shit. Sometimes guys will shoot each other over a girl. Mm-hmm. Happens a lot in Jersey City. Don't let me, you know what I mean, try to make it look like I'm bad mouthing Jersey City. But nah, it's the truth. It's the truth. A lot of people beef over females and then shoot each other. And, you know, this is already wild. Like, that's not something I'm proud of. You know, I wish that people would just know better and be like, yo, you know, there's no need for that. There's no need to take another person's life over some, someone that obviously, you know, has interests elsewhere. Like, you taking another person's life because somebody ain't interested. And that's just some sucker shit. Yeah, you gonna clap somebody on, on account of some dumb shit like that. I think what we need to do more so is more uh, to stop it or have our own justice. You know, find out who did it ourselves show up to their door talking about like we know and that's fucked up why are you out here taking people's that's you know street justice because if we wait for the cops to do all the investigation you know we're we're all gonna be in the grave you know well and never know the look, answers let's remove the cops out of this equation for the time being just for just for this well they're time. already not there anyway that, so this, this is also true I they think, ain't even in there i'm just I, saying i think i'm looking at it like you know when we talk on this show right we often talk about okay this is a problem let's break it down what is the solution with this particular thing i I don't see a resolution or i'm having a hard time seeing the resolution because you could say 
or, you know, just put more resources in the community. Mm. That could help. That would help, you know, keep kids out of the street because with that particular point, like, these are kids that are dying. Mm -hmm. Like, we're older, right? 33, 34, what, mid-30s. We'll just say that. These are early 20-year-olds dying. Sometimes as young as 15. I'd say right in between that 15 and 19. Like the, like these are kids, right? So you could say, you know, put more resources in the community, you know, get the kids off the street. That's a viable option to kind of decrease the violence. Oh, you mean the extracurricular recreational stuff that they've been taking away from us for the last, I don't know, 15 years? That stuff? It's not like we didn't have it, we need it. No, we had it, you took, took it. it. Right. You and took I, it. So basically, it's like you encouraging our children to fail because you don't have anything for them because you're building other, other stuff okay, for so, other people. All right, so in my question of can this be stopped? Does bringing back those programs, is that, do you think that helps? Do you think Of that, course. Okay. You're going to make a plant and you're just going to put it in whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? Or are you going to put the plant in a proper pot? Mm -hmm. Put it in a spot where it gets light. Mm -hmm. Water it. Talk to it. Encourage it to grow. Or you're just going to have the plant and never pay attention to it and just have it in the corner, barely water it. Is that what you're going to do to the future, your future, our future? We got to give them the best that we can give them. And not for nothing, I had music program when it was around, back when it was around. They took it away in between. I could have been more. Okay, so with that being said, let me recant my statement. I will say if we had the necessary tools to deter this level of violence i think we will be better because now that i'm thinking about it i can see i see the correlation between them taking things away from us and the rise of violence this year funny enough an article came out earlier this week you want to know what the article said good brother what did it say violence has risen under fulop okay and I thought that was hilarious because, as we've said, you've taken all of our programs, you've put more police in our neighborhoods, and crime has still risen. Two plus two is equaling eight right now. So what the fuck are we talking about? We have always had issues with crime because it was just a violent city. Jersey City was a violent city. The same way that Harlem and, and all the boroughs went through the crack epidemic and AIDS and, and drugs and all of that. Jersey City was just as bad with the drugs and all of that shit too. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, in New York, that's not where they bury bodies. They cross the bridge and they bury the bodies out here. Right. Jersey City was just a pit of let's forget about it. You know, Statue of Liberty's in Jersey City, and she got our back to us. Mm. So, you know, all this guy's trying to do 
is trying to take the New York look, and he's just he's striving for that. Yeah, I'm gonna just slow down for a little bit. I'm gonna get to him in a minute. I'm I'm you know in my quest of understanding the psychology behind all of this, like I've kind of been looking. Um, I've been looking at the whole playing field for real, for real, and. You know, my initial question of, you know, can this be stopped is because I, it, the frequency that all of this is happening. So it made me think, damn, this shit can't be stopped. But then I had to, you know, in this even in this conversation right now, like I had to step back and be like, OK, I have to look at what we have. Like we're playing with a half deck. Right. So it's like you take everything. What do you expect to happen? What you expect to happen What is happening What you expect to happen Right For people to be pushed out It's really well, not A even very pushed. subtle genocide In a way Because he's killing off a culture Through Economic Well he he, know, he is a, He's a, He's given us With the Stripping of Programs that help our community With the over policing He's pushed us in a position To wage war on ourselves because we have nothing else to do you got kids outside all day ain't no little league ain't no pop warner ymca is dead and gone what else they gonna do and these are now right and it's like these are young kids with a lot of fucking testosterone with a lot of energy who are looking for something to do and if you don't show them that there are more constructive things to do they're going to do whatever the streets tell them to do which is usually a bunch of bullshit see because they got sports and you know that provides a lot of opportunities for kids to do stuff you know and make something of themselves if they're good on the field or if they're good on the court you know whatever it is that they're good at physically they could incline and you know probably get some opportunities that's few and far in between though you know the number of kids that really get something out of it so then you got all these kids that are doing it uh because it's good for them but what about the kids that aren't physically you know advanced or physically in that capacity able to be on a team and perform anyway right and it's like they're not even giving us the opportunity to help those kids right because yeah, this person, this kid may not be physically equipped to do some whatever sport, but they might be a tech genius. Tech genius. Or they, or they or, might be really good with their hands. Right. Or right. they might be a, a fucking writer or some right. shit. And it's like... The only thing that schools really are teaching kids right now is how to be an employee for another company. Really. You know, they're just teaching you how to show up, uh, do your due diligence on time, you know... Uh, go on your lunch break when you're supposed to come back but but even with that there's and and even with that there's no incentive to do anything well it's just look like the normal way it's like it almost make it seem like there's no other option that the government at least cosigns and say this is the way Mm -hmm. you know but uh, we live an entrepreneurial place where you can make money now a million ways and we're survivors me and you you know we live in an era where you had to be quick on your feet mm-hmm. you had to think your way out of a, out of a 
obstacles. So now here we are, you know, today with technology and when we have a problem, we, we solve it fairly quickly, a lot quicker than our parents did. You know, they had to bust a move and all that other stuff. I, I, can't, I have a slight issue with that. I was having a conversation with someone I can't remember who, forgive me, beloved. I was having a conversation and I said in the conversation, I think we are undereducating people and about this entrepreneurial life. This is this is a little we're kind of divergent from the original point, but we'll get back to it. We're, we're kind of undereducating people about the entrepreneurial life. Right. My stance. And let me know how you feel about it is we're teaching people how to make money fast and not teaching them how to be business people. For sure. Because it was, it's become the year of the, well, not the year, the era of the scammer, right? So now everybody's scamming by using buzzwords, uh-huh. finding a product, and the buzzwords are usually financially stable, uh, freedom, you know, financially free. These are things that just draw people in because it's like a quick buck. Oh, I could be my own boss. I could work whenever I want. But these things always have a pyramid. That's why I call it a pyramid scheme. Uh-huh. It go and work its way up. Mm-hmm. Whoever's introducing you was introduced by at least 17 other people if it's a big company. Mm-hmm. Which means that the people, the 17th person is still not the top dog. You know, there's still a whole list. But that that one guy took him years to collect all these people. He had to go and sell and work and do the same thing. At the end of the day, you realize it's another job like any other job right and 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 that's that's kind of my issue with it because it's like you take someone from an environment like ours right you strip their resources from them so if they are even aware enough to be like okay i don't want to do the street shit i'm not an athlete i'm not a creative and i need to survive out here so what what can i do right and you run across all of these people online who tell you you can make $500 in two hours. And, hey, you can make some quick money. And you're not teaching them. You're saying entrepreneur and, like you said, being your own boss and all that type of shit. But you're not giving them adequate business acumen. You're just teaching them how to scam, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the- now the business is scamming. Right, and then you get caught and end up in the system anyway. Which is a good business. But, and this is what I'm saying, like, then they get caught scamming and end up in the system anyway. So. Was it worth it? Exactly. Well, this leaves a sour taste in everybody's mouth. So, therefore, the term, you know, entrepreneur doesn't seem all that nice. See, you could still be an entrepreneur and work a job. You could do whatever you please. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just a person who's making money through different revenue, different, yeah, making different revenue, mm-hmm. money in different directions. This person can not do any of those things if he chooses to. So mm-hmm. he could just be like, I don't feel like working this job. But as long as they keep them happy, it's something to do with their time. People who are hustlers, you know, whether you're in the trap or whether you're outside the trap, it's still a trap. Because you're over here making grains of rice to pay, you know, what you got to pay. But you never really, like, 
go up there you gotta like save like wild crazy just to enjoy like a really luxurious vacation and then come right back to the trap right that's why it's called a trap because you can't get out of it you're always stuck in the same the rat race you know so rich people aren't rich because they have money rich people are rich because they think rich thinking rich means that you don't look at money like everybody else See, everybody looks at money, they see a dollar, they see what it could get them. But a see, rich person I, see a dollar, they see what what is it, what's the value of that today, and what could I do to make more of that with knowing that? That's but, how rich people think. But see, I feel like rich people are rich because they have opportunities. Well, then that's that kind of defy the purpose if you would ever be rich. Because then you'd be like, well, you know, I only had to do that to become rich. You yeah, want to be rich uh, one day. Let, let me, let me, okay. So with, with me saying that, right? Like people in our position or come from the environment that we come from often are in a constant battle to avoid pitfalls, right? Me and you avoid pitfalls or try to avoid pitfalls every day, even at our status right now, even, even if we have avoided the stereotypical pitfalls of our environment we're still avoiding pitfalls on our i guess climb in our ascension and things like that so with that i think you know rich people or people who are in a position to make legitimate money faster than anyone else have the have an abundance of opportunities meaning that they were told or they were given the education to know okay this is how you really play the game Mm -hmm. with in my opinion less pitfalls than someone from our environment may have and it just makes me it makes me think okay with and I'm trying to bring a full circle it makes me think with the recent frequent homicides that we've been ha- that we have happened with things with more opportunities in our community lessen the frequency of, of the violence if that makes sense I think it makes sense I'm not sure I don't think that there's anything particularly wrong with doing well off by doing good like you could still do good and become rich off of doing good Mm. if anything it's a byproduct of success Mm. success comes with not just the money side but also being renowned being known respected you know because you obtain that somebody could respect that you've obtained that you worked for it you figured it out Mm -hmm. and that you're still walking in the same street saying what's up they know that you are a productive member of your society. What more do you need from that? From there, you could actually make bigger changes in the world as far as like governmental things. But if you're money, if you're good on them, you know, you don't know, you know, tickets, you know, people know that you're a contributing member of society, whether it is like you over here giving the news, the facts, helping an old lady cross the street, whatever it is, right? you're a good dude. And you're doing what you love. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that you could be a rich man or a man with riches mm-hmm. in the street. But that's not to say that you aren't yourself a rich man right now. Mm. Because you can be rich because you possess 
richness of your life. So you, if you feel like you are blessed and that, you know, you might not have everything you want, but you're completely content to live happy without those things, at least for today, then you're a grateful person. And it, as well as you know that you could change the world in some way that you strive to want to change the world. That's rich because you have something to live for because the world ain't perfect. But it, if the world is a little bit better with you in it because you think so rich, mm -hmm. you're a rich person by nature. Because there's other people that aren't like that. You know, so you possess it. You just got to manifest it. You got to go out and get it. The early bird get the wrong worm, which means you go out first thing. You got to go get it. You got to be eager. Those opportunities only come to those that are eager, not the ones who are sitting and waiting all day. You know, they got to see, you know, luck favors those first timers, the people who are always trying to. Do, do, put themselves do, out there do you think the message that you just said will resonate with someone from my environment who is who is for lack of a better word starving mm. and my and i don't mean like physically hungry or anything like that i mean hungry like you know you mean like the young young boys in the street who are out here looking for a way out yeah and can't because they already it. feel that they the shit they moving like it they confident confidence is where you see that a person act that way mm -hmm. and it, it need not even be explained to them mm -hmm. if you get into it then they'll just be like yeah i feel that i feel that you know they might not know what you're talking about exactly but they'll they'll feel you because they're not taking up the time thinking about it they just moving you catching them in motion mm -hmm. you know and if you see them on a the regular then that means that your your orbit is in sync you guys do the same thing mm -hmm. in the same field you're doing something right, basically, if you keep seeing each other. So there's many ways that a person can uh, mold that richness. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and maybe the bank account don't look like what you feel like. But that don't necessarily mean that that's exactly what it is. Because everybody who is uh, rich, at, you know, who is rich uh, or has riches now that everybody talks about wasn't rich their whole life not everybody who is rich started off rich some of them obtained the it, wealth that they have that is that a mentality created or cultivated by our environment where we don't necessarily believe that we that being rich in life is okay like we we're like i i hear everything that you're saying I just feel like our environment cultivates this idea that we need that's a no-no that's a no-no we, no -no. we, we need we need the monetary because all this other inspiring affirmations don't really well, they're mean saying shit. we need the money but i'm saying that how you think will bring you the money hmm. so if you think rich and you think highly of yourself that you believe that you possess riches then it's on its way it's on its way you just need to be patient like everybody else with everything else Nobody's just going to get something magically from one day to the next, even though it could happen that way. Mm -hmm. But you just got to chill because God's not going to give you something that he see you obsessing over. No, obsession isn't good. You should never be obsessed. You should keep money on your mind, but not in your heart. Keep the money on your mind, but never in your heart, because when you keep the money in your heart, you're going to do something that you shouldn't do for the money. You would be willing to do something you shouldn't do for the money when you have it in your heart. Because but, but, money's not that important. See, I feel like you're you're talking about changing the mentality of an entire environment that has been created to tell us 
yo, get this money. Mm-hmm. By any I'm means saying necessary. the same thing too. But I'm also saying, give thanks because money isn't everything. Mm. Give thanks, wake up, give thanks, you know, that you have another day to bust this move because what's the money going to matter if you're dead? And and that's and that's where the disconnect is because these young kids are willing to risk their lives right now in order in pursuit of that money or pursuit of that notoriety. They're willing to play risky. They're willing way to too, risk. Way too risky. Right. But that's a uh, part of the hustle too. There are risks in a lot of things, even in the stock. There's risk in that. There's risk in the street. But the payoff though. But it's and, all and worth it. Right. Uh, and I get that, but it's like, how do we? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm working through this right now, so just bear with me. Like, how do we promote the idea that risking that you can take risk, but you don't have to risk your life? You know what I'm saying? I'm all for taking risks. I'm a very big advocate for jumping out the window to go get what you want. But from what I see. People are gambling with their lives in pursuit of whatever. And it's like that shouldn't be. We're, we're, I just feel like we're kind of too careless with our lives where that's OK. Like, yo, I'm out here. Whatever happens, happens like we sh- I feel like it shouldn't be that type of we shouldn't gamble with that high stakes. You can gamble, but don't put your life on the table. Right, I think there would have to be maybe some specific examples as to what's close to like uh, losing your life, whether it means you get locked up for a period of time, whether you get killed uh, in the streets but, and stuff. But, but bro, you know. we've we have examples, bro. What else? What other examples do we need? It's countless dudes in jail right now telling young boys, "Yo, bro, don't come here." Mm. We've seen countless young boys lose their life over out here gambling with it. But yeah, that's also because, you know, they made prison normal. You know, when a person's become institutionalized, they see prison as being normal, which means I'll be back here again. It's just another visit. It's another vacation. Some people might even think like, I just got to think of it like I got to do this little bit of time and then head right back to it. But that's the that's the cause of the history of America and, and particularly you know, in New York, where a lot of parents were locked up. So when one parent is locked up, that's maybe three, four kids right there being raised with no uh, father figure. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that if a person didn't have a father, that they're going to turn out bad. It's not the case. But statistically, there's a, though, there's a higher chance of them. There's a higher out. chance of you not finding your way because you didn't start off with a balanced life. You didn't have you knew you had a mother and then you had a father. So you had one of each energy that's what we know, right? To raise a kid and you know the father does the fatherly things, the mother does the motherly things, balance. Then you hit the world. And you start living your life and doing stuff. If your parents raised you right, chances are you going to fit in tune with the world and you know still find your own individuality amongst your friends and probably do stuff your parents did stuff they weren't supposed to do like we're not even talking about those things mm-hmm. but the type of risk you talking about is yeah gang banging being out here selling drugs and stuff 
you know at the end of the day i don't really have much to say about that because you're gonna get it how you need to get it i it, you know this is uh going on for long ass time mm -hmm. that the streets are already recruiting actively while I'm out, while I'm here talking on the podcast, there's people recruiting actively as we speak. I, I think I think my 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 stance is um, my stance isn't um, get rid of the streets. I'm not saying that. Oh, well, yeah, nobody, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. I'm. I think my approach is more don't feed the streets because it's like we're constantly feeding the streets to perpetuate this cycle that we're stuck in i feed the streets man when i was on jackson and i used to go downstairs anything that anybody needed any client i went straight to the street I right, went right and so so that's i wanted to keep them happy right so you it's know, like neighbors I, I think there is there needs to be a change about how we feed the streets i think the streets runs itself pretty good but you know what it is? There's personal shit that we don't be knowing about. And that's and that's, and that's, that's a, more is important. Right. And that's a variable that is too. Not everyone has the same story. Right. Not everyone. So, so it's like, and that's a component that, you know, when I see people say, you know, stop the violence or whatever the case may be, that's a component that people don't necessarily understand. Like there's always personal shit in the streets, no matter. Yeah, this shit doesn't happen. You know what? Full of want people to believe that this is random acts of violence. No, it's not. It's not random. It's not random at no, all. No, this and is just uh people in fuck. I saw a video this year. The guy shooting this lady in the head with a with a uh, assault rifle. Yeah, that was out of his house. Yeah, that was Pennsylvania. That's Pennsylvania. It's not that far from here. But all I'm saying is the mind state, the frequency is that this isn't that uncommon. No, Why it's it's it's, it, you know? it's not. It's not. Right. And and I'm not the the personal the personal variable, the personal component of what happens in the streets is something that I would never personally try to say. Oh, we need to change that because that is something personal between two people. You don't know what person a did to person b to escalate the situation in, into violence we don't never know like it could be all types of things happening my stance is you know just the because there are acts of violence that just happen without rhyme or reason where it's just somebody just out here just doing some dumb wild shit, shit, yeah, dumb shit for nothing that type of shit is just like i feel like that can be more resolved than personal issues that have escalated needless violence should be condemned I, by society right everybody need to step up and say that was wrong what you did was wrong because what are we teaching our children when somebody kills somebody and we just be like oh well you know they had to come in and thought we teaching them that murder's okay murdering's okay only if and that compromise is already kind of the death of character right there because you're just like well you know i don't care you know i, I just don't care if it's Nah, you know, now nah, if it's a retribution, then that got to be handled by the law, you know, because there's a, it gets deeper, you know, sometimes people will put in a place, they just react, you know, and it's, a, it's deep. Yeah, and it's like, I don't, that, you know, yeah. sometimes it's like that out here. Yeah, you know? and, and it's like it. that, sometimes I see situations dramatically escalate into violence. Mm -hmm. There's no, okay, we tried this, we tried that. Right now is violence it's violence so it's like okay 
Oh man, I think I'm, I'm think I'm trying to. Um, you trying to figure it out? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. You, I'm know? really trying to figure it out. This is a big problem, though. This is not just like something that's just been happening. That we right. Figured. This is just long. You just trying to <coughs> wrap your head around it to figure out what's the solution, really. And, I, and, and that's saying, and that's yeah. that's 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 where I'm at. Like, okay, well, what do we need to do? You know what I'm saying? I like, believe that you know some cases are far gone. Some cases I, are I too agree. late. I agree. Right. But that don't mean that at any point in time that you can't just get up and go the opposite direction. Right. And then let those who catch on catch on. Right. Because that we need the support of the people. Mm-hmm. Because we're doing this for the people. Mm-hmm. So that the people can sleep knowing that the kid is going to be okay. Without any dumb shit happening, even an innocent one. Right. Just bystander type shit. You know, we want to make it better for them. So we need to figure out what we're going to do for the kids now. We need to create that. We need to create that for ourselves because uh, we do not have the backing of the people who we pay our taxes to. Right. And, and you know what's funny? Like, I was out there. I was out because um, today this is being recorded in the past. So this past Saturday... Shout out to Black Man United, BMU. Shout out to all the BMU brothers. I was out there with them earlier doing the... Every Saturday, there is a survival resources distribution where they just give out clothes, hygienic products to the community for free, right? So it's like you have things like this happening at the same time that violence is happening. It's, it's, It's a weird paradox. Like, you have good... I mean... You have great things and bad things happening at the same time. So I, paradox is not the right word, but it's this is huge contrast. It's right. It's it's, it's 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 a very huge contrast into what's happening in the city and what people are actually trying to do. And it just makes me look at it like, yeah. Sometimes I have trouble wrapping my head around it, and it's like I don't want to become numb to it, but it's like I'm here already. You're already numb. Right, because it happens so frequently. I don't know, man. I don't know. Every, you know, I got a lot of kids in here as well. And they, they gangbang. They show up in here deep. Right. They show up in here going on their IG live, knocking my shit down, jumping all across the room. (laughs) And I'm with the shit. Because I like the energy. I like, you know, at, at the end of the day, it represents brotherhood to them. Right. And that's a lovely thing to see because when you got your brother and you bigging your brother up. So you here to spectate and yell and do all this shit just on the strength. You, Fam, you, you want to know something? Um, battle rap. I heard this bar, right? Okay. Shout out to uh, Battle Rapper Chess. He said this and it made me think. He said, if church is a group of loyal people, then what the fuck is a gang? Is a group of loyal people. Uh, If church is a group of loyal people, then what the fuck is a gang? Well, it's a gang, not a church. I mean, 
I can't speak on churches, but I get where you I get where he's going with it. You know, um, I don't see churches as uh, loyal. I don't see him as loyal. If anything, it's the most bullshit. Well, not well, not the not the structural idea of church but just the concept of church like mm. what, what you and I do would be considered church I see right. we congregate right. we talk we exactly. discuss that exactly. would be considered church right so with you know to your point of you know just kids coming in here who gangbang right. and like you said they are loyal that's you know, and, their yeah, and that's the thing it's, that's uh, their idea of church convening together Con- convening a, for one common purpose right. that's their church Indeed, indeed, because, you know, they see what else is church except, you know, to prepare you to go back into society and do things right, right, the right way. So, right, you they have the gang, what's right, that you make sure your brother's good, that right. he's good, that this guy's good, that everything's taken care ga- of. Gangs have their own commandments. For sure. They gangs got oath, they got, they ga- got shit they got to say, they got gangs have alphabet, their own. they got to think of the snack shit right, they got to know who's the original what, what, and right. the name, and the gangs origin have of the own. name. Gangs Why is have it a three own. and not a, and a T? Gangs have their <laughs> own bylaws. Like, it's... It's, it's deep. It's a structure it's, to it. It's a structure to it. So, I don't know how we got there. I just... I When you said that, it sparked that But that's all thing. it is. It's just, you know, we got to... We convene you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, it start with just us too, mm-hmm. and now we got other people on the show. Everybody fuck with your point of views and what you're talking about. So now we could, they could help us tra- uh, spread the word, elaborate on the issues, mm-hmm. make things right. You know, starting one day with one decision at a time. You know, and I think the more we see that, then we're gonna start thinking different about what the term rich means, because richness is truly having the whole world say yes to you having everybody say yes to you to anything that you want anything that you desire anything you want to do so, uh, just having people okay. say i respect you, you, you let's you, do it you keep bringing that up so let's let's explore that a little more the is is your definition of rich a you're talking about perspective not monetary see i'm talking about both because i i believe they go hand in hand i believe that you can be a bright spirit and a successful one and that people could just see why you're successful because they're like oh that, that person's about it they know how to carry themselves mm-hmm. strong mind strong you know moral compass mm-hmm. and in business you do right it's gonna keep coming mm-hmm. so that's the first thing of a businessman having a happy clientele which means that you already gotta start thinking rich of yourself and say i'm a good salesman i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch this like never before mm-hmm. i'm gonna work like never before and that's what keep them coming integrity integrity the word is bond right mm-hmm. so you could if you're a man of your word or a person of your word you're gonna get shit done because people trust you when you say you're gonna do it you're gonna be utilized mm-hmm. and if you're being utilized for what god gave you the ability to do mm-hmm. whether it's podcasting whether it's traveling writing whatever it is gonna be maybe all of those things it's still for you you're doing all of that for you for yourself when, when did you first start thinking rich i went through a phase i was thinking rich as soon as i saw that i had riches inside so i've been playing the piano since i was five years old i knew immediately that's what i wanted to do mm-hmm. didn't know how it didn't make sense to me i was like five mm-hmm. 
So but I'm just I, rolling a blunt right now. Rolling right a blunt, but I'm, I'm going to get through it. And so, at age five, I was like, yo, this is, I like this. I want to do this. I don't know how it's going to work. Mm. But then as technology started opening up, possibilities started opening up, I was like, oh, there is a way to make money off of this producer. Mm. But it, I didn't remember the music programs gone. Right. So I had to do it myself. I had to figure it out myself. I just invested in myself. So I started being good at it and now working with other people. So that's what I knew. If I have faith in this and I just keep this up, because I don't see me doing anything else and being happy. Mm. I've tried it. Mm. I've done it. For a decade, I worked regular jobs. Mm. These jobs were good jobs, and I hated them. They were good jobs, and I hated them mm. because I knew I could be doing something better. So I started dedicating time to myself. As serious as I wake up for the man, mm-hmm. is that's how serious I'm going to treat myself. I got to get up and get to it for me. Because 10 years from now, I don't want to be working for the man. I want to be working for myself. But right. how many hours did I put into myself and be complaining that I don't have anything to conduct, to take care of, to manage? Manage it. Because there's something to manage. You just got to see it. And that's being rich. Because you possess the richness already. Mm-hmm. The world don't see it. The world don't believe you. You got to tr- prove it to them. You got to prove to them that you got it. Mm-hmm. And it take by investing time. And then convincing yourself that you got it. That's really the first five years of doing anything. Realizing you got it for Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Then developing the faith to project that to the world and say, yo, I do this. Then having them see it little by little. You know, you win little people over, but then the whole world. What happened when the whole world view you? What happened to Kevin Hart when they realized he was funny? Right. He didn't have to work a job anymore. He just had to be Kevin Hart. Monday through Friday, whenever he wanted, when he was working on a movie or something. So why can't that be any different for anybody else? And say, yo, I used to do this and da da da. Everybody who's known for something, mm-hmm. that's the value the world discovered that was always there. They want them to keep doing that. That's why people keep paying you. Mm-hmm. They keep doing that music right there because that's it. I, I love this. I can't live without it. I need you doing this forever. Do you think thinking rich is something that is triggered or something that you Taught just... Taught by the rich to the rich. That's what, that's what I believe is like that. The rich teach the rich this philosophy of thinking about, of money and how to move money. Mm-hmm. And whatever the talents are, they could they got the opportunity to explore all the things that we didn't. We had a boys and girls club that, you know, they taking all this shit away. This guy got, you know, people of opportunity could probably be doing fencing, swimming, basketball, and archery, and paintball all in one day. So is your is your thinking? Because I'm I'm deeply interested in this now. Is your think rich philosophy money first or mindset first? Money isn't real. The mindset, mind is real, because you can manifest it. Mm-hmm. You might be thinking. just in your head Just a stack You might be just thinking it Every day Thinking it Thinking it It'll come Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter You're manifesting And you're pulling it Now You're picturing money though It's just a stack You can do anything With that money What does that money mean to you? Mm -hmm. That's the answer Because that's what's gonna Bring it to you Whatever means of Like that money Isn't what you want Mm -hmm. You just wish you had it Because 
having it would make life easier. Maybe you're stressed out, people asking for it. So mm -hmm. you're like, shut up, here, just take it. And you still got something to sit on. At the end of the day, you're only gonna buy what you're gonna buy that day and go into your same house, perfectly happy, the same way you would be if you didn't have the 10,000. So money isn't real, but how you feel about money and how you feel about being able to do that, bring things to you. Because the money is the small part of it. Mm -hmm. That's just a byproduct of accomplishing your highest self, which is that rich, that's the rich side, mm -hmm. the higher self. The ego is thinking, I'm not where I wanna be. But the, the higher self is the one in the future saying, you don't even know. But you on your way, mm -hmm. you on your way. It's, it seemed cloudy, but you're on your way. And that they come together once in a while through meditation and stuff. You talk to yourself, mm -hmm. having a good, that good self-talk mm -hmm. is your higher self. He's just telling you to chill the fuck out, stop all the worrying, keep doing what you're doing and focus on the other things. There's other things to do. There's other things to be to do except thinking you know what i'm saying like besides thinking about your state there's other things to do once you figure it out all right this is what i want to do this is how i want to move forward commit and burn and focus in that energy focus on getting that done because you go you're gonna get it you just gotta get up and do it though discipline discipline that's how you manage the ship habits people are creatures of habits mm -hmm. and if we got a bunch of bad habits we're not gonna live long and we're not going to live happy with all these bad habits because you feed the body and the body's pleased. It's happy. Oh, they, I ate so I ate so good. I'm so full. I can't even get my fat ass off the couch now. Mm -hmm. But you feed the, the mind. You feed the soul. Right? Good conversation. Things like that are just as necessary as food. Like God said, or Jesus said, right? Man cannot live on bread. And, and water alone or wine I don't know if it was wine but we need more food for thought mm -hmm. we're human beings and it's in our nature to reach as a community to put on and represent because then you have more value if your community is already representing because you're like oh where you from oh shit I'm from such and such you already know mm -hmm. pride in the community we got pride we definitely got pride but uh we're not focused we're not focused the way we, we should be because we're going through a war we're going through a war of the senses especially right now more than ever before we used to go through a war just from programming people trying to convince your kids to buy shit your kids come to you to buy it mm -hmm. they're brainwashing your kids in front of you all of our kids the TV is just telling them to get stuff and filling their head up with shit that don't matter. All day, every day. Then they come to you asking for it and you do it to keep them happy because you just want life to flow. But that flow is conducted. It's an electricity. When Morpheus said human beings are a battery, that's exactly what he meant. From the minute we're born, we need Similac, we need cheese, why do we need all those things? Because the government says we need it. Hmm. So what's happening? As soon as a child is born, money's being spent. That's what keeps this whole thing alive, is that you can't live in this country without paying somebody a dollar. You know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of this think rich philosophy you've just expounded on. I think that is a um, I think that's a mantra. I think that's a philosophy people might be aware of in different forms, but may not Absolutely. be, yeah, yeah. but may not be. Um, sometimes you might know what you're looking at without knowing what you're looking at. Right, right. Or you've come across it, right? On and your it's own just, because wisdom is just something you came across. So, mm-hmm. like people who went through the same shit, they're like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about," because yeah, they yeah. share wisdom. Yeah. And I think this that philosophy is it's I feel like more people are getting more accustomed to that way of thinking. But like you said, there is still that constant there's that contrast of I'm thinking I'm 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 fighting to to reach my higher self, but also fighting the everyday struggles of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a real battle of you know, do I sacrifice my own personal progress to survive or do I, you know, say, you know, fuck the everyday struggle of the world. I don't care about my community. I'm going to focus on myself. And I think that's a, a struggle that I've seen with people because they want to do both. People care about their community, but they also understand that I can't be of the utmost service to my community without reaching that higher self. And it's a struggle that I've even me personally that I've seen people deal with. And it's it's a it's an interesting fight. It's an interesting fight. Because it's like, all right, bro, I can I can meditate and think about, you know, being my best self and thinking rich and, and manifesting all of these things. But it's like my community is still fucked up. Like I am fucked up. Like, right, we're all fucked up. Right, so it's, and that's why we need a little bit of that type of uh, light, you know, positive yeah, thinking, yeah, positive reinforcement, and knowing, hey, we we might feel like we're lost at sea, but we still going that way. We're still going that way because that's where the booty is <laughs> for the pirates. For the pirates, not for the pirates. Yeah, I'm not talking anything wild. We going over there to get the treasures. I think that is a good anchor, though. A, I like the other reference there to the sea there. Yeah, I think it's a good anchor though, mm-hmm. because at least at least knowing where you're headed can help you navigate the regular right. regular. And bullshit. that's what meditation is. See, meditation isn't. You don't gotta meditate all day. This isn't. You're not Buddha. <laughs> you know, you don't gotta do it for a long time. You do it for 20 minutes, two different sessions. Mm-hmm. Because see, the thing about meditation is, I'll put it to you like this: when you get up, what's the first thing you do? Deep breaths. That's good. Um, so you already practice a bit of meditation right there. Yeah, like when I, I had to train myself to stop looking at my phone as soon as I wake All up. All right, because that's what I expected you to say. Yeah. like So that. a lot of people look to the phones. So right. What does so, that mean? You being, from the minute you are awake. Like you're, you're trying to ingest all of the programming or ingest all of the whatever. Where am I at? Yeah. Where's What time is it? Who's talking about what? What did I miss? And all that type of everything shit. Everything about time. Everything's about time in this world. You get onto, you know, they say, oh, you're not on my type of time. Mm-hmm. The world has a time and everybody's in it. You know, when they're together, if they do the same jobs, mm-hmm. oh, I see you at work. They're on the same type of time. Mm-hmm. 
you're on the same type of time when you get up and go into the world and talk to the landlord and go to this and then the phone bill and da da da. That's time. When you meditate, you're stepping outside of time. And you're saying, I'm going to take my time to be me. And I'm going to take 10 minutes to do it. Mm -hmm. Now, those 10 minutes can feel like damn near an hour. Mm -hmm. If you're just sitting completely still because you're not doing anything, you actually turn the mind off from thinking for a second. And that's all it is. The head is like a computer and the computer need a, a reboot from time to time right, as well. Right, right, right. So all it is is that's called self-love. You like your computer? You mm. want it to last long? Shut mm. it down from time to time. Yeah, yeah. And I think those moments that's allow you. Day. Ah, there you go. No, no, nah, nah, you good, you good. No, nah, I think this. Um, I think that's why my my non philosophy is so important to me because I understand the import. Mm. I understand the the. What's the word I'm looking for? The importance. Yeah. Okay. Ah, fuck it. I was trying. I was trying to think of a different word, but fuck it. Um, I understand the importance of taking that time because it's like, you know, without that, without those moments, without having those those moments of self reflection and just maintenance, like mental maintenance is is so goddamn important Ooh, pardon me, the indigestion mental maintenance is so important that we often forget to let me ask you something if you're gonna take a, a sat mm -hmm. are you gonna go in starving um, no of course not right of course not so you know yourself enough to be like yo let me get something to eat maybe not so yeah much, i have a so my you, 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 guts ain't bubbling you you know for me personally um Routine is my meditation. Uh -huh. Like when I wake up, I have a routine that kind of gets me ready for the day. Like I was at a point before where the first thing I did was or I could got crust in my eyes. I'm looking at my phone and I had to stop doing that because it will always I will I will be filled with this weird energy throughout the whole day. Right. Because I'm not taking I'm not letting my brain think for itself. I'm doing autopilot and you don't like that. Right. That lack Be of control. Right. Because it's like I'm filling my brain with all these thoughts of other motherfuckers that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what life is. From mm -hmm. the minute you wake up. Hey, believe in this. Buy this. Uh, like me. And you're like, yo, I didn't wake up for all of this. Right. So once I started um, understanding that, okay, I just need my, my routine to wake up deep breaths kind of just let my my mind wander a little bit before i actually get up get up you know go wash your face kiss your kids you know what i'm saying maybe stretch a little bit yeah. and then you start too. right and then you start your day right you know what i'm saying like right. that for me has kind of kept me that that gives me i think with my routine it gives me at least 45 minutes of just not looking at my phone at all and then I'm able to start the day. I'm able to approach whatever's happening online right. with a more clear headedness. Right. I I see. Because now what you call routine is the I call a ritual. It's the same thing. Right. I see it as a ritual because I'm doing it for a purpose. There's a purpose in everything. 
So when you do things in your life that have purpose, you're living with purpose. You're thinking rich. And you're thinking rich. You're going to manifest it. The purpose is the small steps. Big moves, small steps. Right. And you know that these small steps, it's a part of who you are. You love to do the steps. They fulfill you. You feel like you're really getting something out of your day. You know, it's productive. Right. And it start with you. It start in your heart. So if you, you know, know what? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I was kind of wary on manifestation, right? Uh-huh. Only because you know you see it online and all these people with like tarot cards and mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. and it just it looks like low key goofy. Say it, some bozo shit. Right? It looks like some bo- <laughs> like motherfuckers. It's like everybody reads tarot cards and all this shit everybody got crystals so to a degree it looks goofy because it's like all you motherfuckers is not connected with the spiritual world like come on now but however i've learned that through routine through rituals through meditation through actually taking the time to do some self-work manifestation is very real right because you know the intentions you have and your your consciousness or your subconsciousness they go out into the world and you draw those things to you either good or bad so i've learned that you know um my ritual kind of keeps me uh, it keeps me anchored it keeps me anchored because i'm not letting other things kind of sway me in a direction either or you know what i'm saying because it's so much that you're bombarded with on an everyday basis. Yeah. It's like I gotta deal with this shit online. I gotta deal with this shit in real life. I gotta deal with shit in my personal life. It's like it's coming from every angle. How are you gonna stay anchored? Everything that you gotta convince yourself to do is some bullshit that somebody sold you. And you know it. You just gotta keep convincing yourself to do it. You just like on program. You already agreed to it. Mm. So you're there But it don't have to be that That's liberty That's freedom That's feeling like You're not indebted To anyone or anything Because when you also think Your money isn't real The money that I can obtain Ain't real Mm -hmm. Then the money you owe Ain't real either And you know And you know (laughs) (laughs) And you know What's funny about that The the money isn't real thing The the, the US government Just said They're gonna start Taxing crypto Right so it's like, fam, none of this shit means anything. Listen, it, it doesn't mean you're anything. You're just working for money. Like right. Every it just, other day. Yeah, it just doesn't mean anything day. because they just going to tax it and get their cut. And it just, none of this shit really means anything. Watch that loose change, man. No, I am. I am. Frankie, Frankie we sent are me. right on topic with this shit. Yeah, Frankie sent me a... You gonna talk about it on the next episode? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch. It. I just, I, you know, I get a lot of emails, so I don't be reading all them shits. I feel you, and that's why I have to te- give the text. Right, because I, I felt I'm like, damn, Frankie emailed me, and I'm just like, oh, okay, there you go. But I get like a bunch of emails, and I don't, motherfuckers be emailing me, be like, yo, you want to check out my new music? No, I don't want to listen to this shit. G double O D. G double O D, bro. <laughs> like I don't want to listen. Yeah, I don't want to hear this shit, bro. I gotta, I gotta figure out why these weird motherfuckers keep getting my email. I'm gonna have to change the podcast. Oh, and, and you, you probably put the podcast. Out. I did, but that don't. You shouldn't eat. I don't want to hear your music. 
That's I don't care. Do, Champ, it's just that's what they do, and they do it to me. And I always like, yo, don't do it to me. Don't do it to me because I'm making music too. Right. You're not gonna sell your cupcakes to the local bakery. But fam, I'll be I'll be trying. Like, oh, my cupcakes, fam, I'll be trying not to. Sh- I have to f- being mean. Yeah, I don't want to be mean. I'm not a mean spirited person, right? But sometimes I'll be wanting to tell y'all, like, just give up on your dreams, bro. Mm. Go get a job. Mm. <laughs> and that I struggle with that because it's like I want everyone to chase their dreams, but not this though. This not it for you, bro. You can do it. But don't put it out. And I struggle with that because it's like, fam, I want, you know, I want you to think rich. I want you to think I want you to reach your, your higher self But not through this Cause it's not good But when you think rich You move smarter So I'm not saying You could be corny You know like I'm not saying that being corny is cool But If you are consistent With your corny shit I mean of course there's, there's, there's a place for everything That's what I'm saying Who is to say what is popular there's a lot of shit that's popular that i might not feel like should be that popular right right i'll but say that if you're consistent that means you're working right i'll say this i may i i may tell you your shit is trash but you know what you keep working at it do you listen but learn how to market better right don't spam me a song because that's already not a good look right yes there. yes right? don't part spam of the, me a song part of the please. thinking rich right is that uh you don't make it seem like you're trying to put yourself on. You want to make it seem as though you're already on and people are talking about it. You know so what, bro? So don't share your music. Have other people share your music. I just came up with an idea. We going to host a Thinking Rich Masterclass hosted by Frankie Metals. Okay? <laughs> We're going to charge $50 tickets. And y'all going to listen to Frankie break down his Think Rich philosophy. Okay? And it'll work. It, it's like a diet You know I get you on a, I get you looking like Like fucking Angela Bassett out here Fair We gonna We gonna We gonna make sure Frankie has a Think French masterclass We gonna put you on Like one of them TED talk stages With the little microphone In your ear Can you I know? have like a, a A talking head But I want a big ass mask bro. No we gonna I put you talk from underneath A Mickey Mouse mask Bro we gonna Nah bro They need to see your face We gonna put you in a good suit you know what I'm saying? Can I wear the suit and wear the... No, nah, it's going to be too hot. Yeah, that's going to be too high. So we're going to put you in a good suit on a stage. We're going to get you a little pointer with the big screen behind you. So every time you make a point, you can show the slides and shit like that. I like that. We're going to have a whole production, man. I want to I wanna have the the clicking thing. I, this is what I'm laser. saying. This is what I'm saying. And a point. The and a Think Rich Masterclass, bro. You dig what I'm saying? My dog's going to be there. Gonna exactly. Be- Thinking rich for pets. For pets. Get your pet right. <laughs> Get your pet to act right. Yo, we're going to have a Think Rich Masterclass, bro. I'm telling you, this shit going to be a hit. Mm. It's going to be a fucking hit, bro. Um, What else is going on in the world, man? Oh, oh RIP to Paul Mooney. Mm-hmm. Paul Mooney passed this past week. 79 years old from a heart attack. Um... If you don't know Paul Mooney, he is one of the premier black comedians. He is most, excuse me, most notably known 
for digging in white people's ass. So, so if you if Paul Mooney had no problem telling white people about themselves, and he was often blackballed because of it, but you know Paul Mooney's career spanned from Richard Pryor to Dave Chappelle. You know, he was Paul Mooney thought rich about himself. You know what I'm saying? Paul Mooney. There's integrity about him. Absolutely. Paul to his guns at all times. Paul Mooney was a comedic genius. You know, I think Dave Chappelle said it best when they asked him how he feel about Paul Mooney's passing. You know, he said he will be widely remembered. You know what I mean? So R. Peter Paul Mooney. Condolences to his family. Yeah, man. Paul Mooney was one of the best, bro. Absolutely one of the best. Um, to our, I got a sneeze and it's not coming. Uh-oh. Hold on. Bless you. Thank you. To our, <clears throat> to our Palestine and uh, Israel conversation we had last week. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden gave Israel seven hundred and fifty million dollars to continue to bomb the Palestinians. So do with that information what you will. We can't get student loan forgiveness, but we have seven hundred and fifty million dollars to, to kill a lot of people. That's a disgrace in twenty twenty one. But this is where we are. And we also ain't sure we could do about it because they're on their type of time. Yeah. We're yeah. on their type of time. They took the money we gave them in taxes to do that. Right. So yeah, I'm um I don't know what to say about that. That is complete. That's the bull- first time I've ever heard, you know, like the United States involving itself to help annihilate. I mean, they, they, this, I think this is the, in my, to my memory, and y'all know my memory is bad, so don't trust me too much. In my memory, this is the first time that I've seen it so publicly. I'm pretty sure it's happened before. But this is the first time I've seen it where it's like, oh, nah, we just gave them a bunch of money to go kill some people. I don't think it's ever been this blatant, like, the way it is. Like, that's basically Hitler saying, yo, I want to wipe out these people. Yeah. And everybody coming together to make that happen. That's, we, that's... We're funding another country to help annihilate this, a this, group of people. Yeah, this is... For what? What's the interest? Ah, that's the that's the conspiracy bag right there. What's the interest? I, I don't know enough. To, to know what the interest is. It goes far back to yeah, so I don't. So of, I, uh, I, origins of all of this. Look how far back that. That's the Holy Land. Yeah. So I don't. So, I don't know enough to even dance. Not even. Not even to to, to even fuck around with this topic like that. Enrolling in my my master class, <laughs> tinfoil conspiracy time, and I'm sending him material. To be viewed, loose changes just the intro. Okay. Just the intro, but that one, mm. you better be sitting down when you watch that one, cause you gonna be like, fuck. Yeah, I don't you mind. You gonna be like, fuck. You I gonna don't start mind. looking at money very differently. Just I don't mind a good loose um, change. You know what? You know what? That puts me in the mind frame of there was a Netflix documentary called Money Explained, mm. and it was. If if it's in the same vein it of mo- same of vein. loose change, right? But like, what they're doing in loose changes, they digging up some historical 
uh, occurrences. Okay. And they're saying this historical occurrence means this. Mm. And this is what it has always been. Mm. They just explaining it, you know, so it start with Wilson, the president Woodrow Wilson, I believe. Okay. Uh the Federal Reserve, you know, uh, is the 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 entity in charge of printing our money. Right. Right? Did you know that the Federal Reserve is a private? Yeah, I've heard of that. Right? It's a private not company. Not a government. Yeah, yeah it's a now, private why company. Why isn't it a government if it's printing mm. our government money? Why is it Deep private? Darker that occurred that. during Woodrow Wilson. The Federal Reserve Company made themselves a private sector of the money in charge of the money we all use, which means they have a they do whatever the fuck they please without any not being reprimanded. No regulation. No regulation whatsoever. And this is why the dollar drops in value because when you make a chair and it's a one of a kind chair, you could charge a fucking whatever you want because it could be considered priceless. Right? right. But as soon as you start mass producing them, the value starts to go down. I'm going to check this out because I'm, I'm always interested in like the financial um, oh, gonna love history. <laughs> nah, I'm I, I'm pretty sure I'm a, I'm pretty sure I'm a, I'm gonna like it because I'm I'm interested in the financial history of America because that the financial interest of this company of this company. Well, it really is a company now. That I'm thinking about it, but the financial interest of this of this country often is usually the genesis of everything else. Right. It, the the financial interest usually spawn racism, classism, fucking discrimination, all that type of shit. Right. All of that starts because motherfuckers want money or right. power or right. both. But I'm I'm gonna check it out though. I'm I'm you know I got it. Frankie sent it to me. I'm gonna he start. Has some homework to do. Yeah, Frankie sent me my uh my my masterclass stuff. <laughs> Speaking of conspiracy theories, you'll like this. So I stumbled across the video. On the on online of a young man saying that Harriet Tubman and Nat Turner are fictional characters created by acts of Congress. Huh. Um, and uh, what what does this person gain from from saying this? Yeah, I mean, I could say Elvis. <laughs> Listen, I I complete transparency i did not watch because it's like a whole stream he did it's like an hour and 40 minutes i didn't watch any of that shit i did not watch it because in the thumbnail of harriet tubman and nat turner aren't real he had we du bois in the picture saying that was nat turner so you don't even have your figures correct you don't even have your people correct and you want to tell me that these That's people a whole are, lot of an hour long of being wrong. But you know what? I've I've come to understand, and in our conversations about conspiracy theories, I've come to understand conspiracy theories work if you sound like if you sound, sound like what you know you would be talking about, right? Exactly. Donations. No, I'm not just saying because <laughs> it <laughs> donations. 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 So I've I've understood I've come to understand because you know we talk and I sometimes I'm like let me just go fuck around on conspiracy theory YouTube for a little bit and these people if you sound like if if you have the right amount of conviction they want to believe it too you're gonna believe it 
or you can convince someone to believe it no matter how wild i could say right now fam nasa killed martin luther king mm. bro you got six arms if i say it with enough conviction and if i use the proper verbiage right. someone will be like did nasa kill him okay right. I will, I will at least get someone to at least question it. Right. And this is what these people are doing. I, I'm, I'm getting hit to the game. Yeah, they can make up anything and tie it together. Because conspiracy theories, there's a lot of them that are big. There's oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot absolutely. of big conspiracy theories. There's ones that involve this, loose change. So shit that got to do with money, history, right, 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 right. historical facts. This shit is all actual factual, but overlooked. And that's the reason that these documentaries are important because... We get reminded of the type of country we live in and mm -hmm. how to maneuver in it. But then you got these other ones talking about aliens. You got other ones talking about uh, the aliens and the the uh, the pyramids. Yeah, I've seen, I've, I've seen plenty of those. But I just think with this particular one, with this guy saying that Nat Turner and Harry and Tubman aren't what real. What got the game from this? What are we talking and, about? And this, and this is my point. Like, if this was... Let's just... Cause again, I have I did not watch this video at all. If this was if this was created as an act of Congress, why? What's what's the purpose? What what who's gaining what out of this? But like I said, I'm I'm understanding that the the trick with a lot of conspiracy theories is just the right amount of conviction, donations. You know what I'm saying? You know, religion you know, could be one of the most powerful businesses. It is one of the most yeah. powerful businesses. Because faith is hard to come by. No, I mean, again, religion is in that same vein because they say things with the right amount of conviction to make you believe in whatever they're preaching. Right. And it, it's such a fine line between like a religion and a cult. Mm -hmm. Right? Or what it would become like a cult. Mm -hmm. Because what it is is they take the same Bible but remix it certain parts oh they'll remix it right oh remix i think the bible might be the most remixed thing on this entire planet yeah. remix it's mad versions of the bible and i can take one statement and say see because it's in the bible i'm gonna bang everybody's daughter <laughs> Because right here It's in the Bible In the Bible this It's in Leviticus Half a sentence here The Bible says Give me your daughter So I can have my way with her Give me everybody's kids Just give it here And so I'm I gonna can... just move them Into a farm And we just gonna sit it out And wait And see what happens But they ain't coming out ever Yeah You know They just gonna be in there Taking care of me Conviction bro That's it Conviction You ever heard about the guy That uh convinced a bunch of people to kill themselves it was a mass suicide oh jim jones no not J i don't think his name was jim jones this and not the dipset rapper the actual <laughs> no, cult no. member jim jones there's another guy his name i don't remember his name he was an older white guy charles and, manson no nah, no nah, it was, it was mad cults bro a lot of cults a lot of cults a lot of them that we ain't know about either the one this one i didn't hear about i heard about it until maybe like a year or two ago but this guy had apparently convinced a hundred and something people to stay at his camping ground. Mm -hmm. And he taught them about a star. 
And everything was like a Scientology type of presentation. It was mm-hmm. all about space. Had nothing to do with like a, a, a god, you know. But they were like higher life forms in this rock. Mm-hmm. And they believed that this rock was coming. And that the only way to hop on the rock was to drink this concoction at the same time. And they all had a process. And basically the cops went into the campsite to find everybody dead in their bed. Oh, conviction. And they had videos, uh, exiting, exiting video. Exiting yeah. Oh, okay. Exiting. Video. Yeah, exiting video. Because they did believe they were exiting. They were exiting for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not coming back. I don't. You know what? I'm. That's a conversation for another day. But I am fascinated with cults. Because mm-hmm. how the fuck do you get this many people to believe this bullshit? It's a process, and it's a system. You know, you got to recruit. You got the people who go out and recruit. They bring people back. They lead them to you. It's all like a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they're all selling you something, like you said. You're the one who says it with the most conviction. Conviction. So he teach you how to say it with conviction. The code words, Mm. buzzwords. So you can say it and lure the people into the net. And then he hits you with the whole spiel. it's, It's wild that just certain words trigger. It's like... It's like the 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 it's like a snake charmer wow. or pipe piper or some shit. Of the words, the tone, the psychology, the changing gears, yeah, and also after that, the reason they seclude themselves is because they start this program. Yeah, because you're essentially hypnotizing people. Right. You're deprogramming them, but also reprogramming build, them, breaking them down shit. to build them up. Right. Society is weird. Don't worry about them no more. Right. They're a part of this household where you got to put these snakes on you and uh, dance and shit. Yeah, and let me bang your daughter. And let me bang the daughter. <laughs> that, that comes with the deal. That's actually first on the list. I have to bang your daughter. Um, I think that's it, man. I, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I had some other things, but we could get to that at a later time. Um, music I You know what There's not a lot of Shit out Honestly Oh Two things came out One of my favorite rappers Currency Re-released One of my favorite mixtapes Um Called Covert Coop Entirely produced by Alchemist So if you're a Currency fan This is one of my favorite mixtapes So shout out to Currency and the Alchemist For re-releasing Covert Coop um, a rapper from Gazelle Words I went through this whole thing without having to say it But at the end I fuck up Words A rapper by the name of Mac Hami He is from the Griselda camp You know Westside Gun Benny the Butcher uh, um, Conway the Machine He has a project called Pray for Haiti This is Heat Heat So shout out to Mac Hami, shout out to Westside Gun, who executive produced the entire project. Also, Kurt Franklin and Little Baby have a song out together off of the new Space Jam movie, that soundtrack. This is a completely this the seeing the pairing, the names on paper threw me off. Little Baby, Kurt Franklin, but it's actually a fire song produced by Just Blaze. So shout out to Kurt Franklin and Little Baby. And um, the next verses will be Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. Mm. Mm. So I'm I'm actually looking forward to that. 
I think that'll be a very good versus. You know, Soldier Boy. We're gonna give Soldier Boy his flowers one day. <laughs> Though he gives himself enough flowers. He does, but there's some there's some there's some there's some validity. He's sitting in a bunch of flowers. He's sitting in but the garden that he fucking bought for himself. But there's some validity in a lot of his statements. Well, I'm the first to oh, do shit. a lot of shit. It fucking. is true. It is true. Music was playing, my bad. So yeah, I'm, we're gonna give Soldier Boy his flowers one day because he's been talking his shit for a long time, and the more he talks, Drake, and, and you research what he's saying, you be like, holy shit, this motherfucker's right. So we're gonna give Soldier Boy his flowers one day. But I'm looking forward to that verse. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Shout out to Bow Wow. But that's it, man. That's it, man. Um, All think I rich. Is casting over. Hmm. All I remember is Casanova checking him at a bar. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Soulja Boy is the same person who made up this elaborate story about him being robbed and shooting a person who robbed him and he knew the guy. Like, Soulja Boy is... We got to protect Soulja Boy, bro. We do. Like, he is... He's different, man. He is funny. He's absolutely funny. But in the meantime, in between time, followers showing everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for her, for all of your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG for your recording needs. Excuse me, at the Dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucking friend. And um I guess meditation for the stress. There you go. Tap into your higher self. Find your anchor and all of that good shit like that there. You dig? I don't know what the CDC is talking about, man. Just wear your mask, bro. Shit is crazy out here. That we don't we're in a state of confusion with the rules. I don't know what's going on, bro. Just be safe, bro. Just wear your mask. It's it's a lot of shit happening. Wear your goddamn mask. Um and be safe, man. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Bang. You can do better than that. Maybe you need to hit the dojo to get some more practice!